Hello, everyone. We are back. This is Vidiotic. My name is Sean. And my name is Joe. And today we are talking about the 2023 Oscars. And, uh, of course, everyone is talking about uh, Tom Cruise getting up and slapping Jimmy Kimmel across the face. <laughs> I know. It's just He came in on a jetpack, a real one, you know. He doesn't fake anything. Pack. Just kind of flies from the back of the... Uh, one of the boxes that watched the theater and just like boom it was quite a spectacle but you know it's unfortunately no because just... everyone was thinking is that a real jetpack or is that a joke jetpack and it was a real jetpack he really flew a jetpack up there of course the slap was real yes um, yes of course <laughs> but he doesn't fake anything folks He's no, very dedicated no, no, no. to that real stuff now so <laughs> yeah and before it's the not... security got him he was out the door yeah, the stuntmen wanted to do it for him, but he wanted, he really felt like he needed to do that himself. Word is that he slapped the stuntman too for daring to suggest it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what we're talking about today. Uh, anything uh, off the top that you've got in mind, or you just want to jump into it? Uh, honestly, I think we could just jump right in. Have because you? Because there's a good amount to unpack here. Have you seen a lot of these? I have to admit, my movie watching this year has not been on par with previous years. So I find myself not actually watching a lot of these movies. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming you're you're talking the ones that like nominated nominated for best picture, like yes. overall. Yeah. Uh, the ones yeah, you see there a lot. I've seen a handful. So I'm looking at the uh, movie list right here I'm using our sites that we look at here, and I'm just like, uh. Let me see. There's a there's a lot here that I'm trying to watch, and that ha- really interested me. And I was like, you know, especially now that they're nominated, knowing they were, I was like, this could, you know, I don't always try to go by too many critiques of things, you know, because I like to judge it for myself. But I do appreciate and see when a film gets a lot of acclaim, because that means a lot of people really enjoyed it, really loved it, really would recommend it. So, you know, usually I feel a little bit better watching it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll figure I if I absolutely hate it, then it was just a huge difference of opinion between me and the majority. And that's rare, but it has happened. But it's it is rare. Looking at the list here, I have seen two. Four out of Best Picture. Yes. Eight, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There are ten films nominated. I've seen two of them. I watched Elvis, and I watched everything, everywhere, all at once. I have seen zero. <laughs> I did not see a single picture that was nominated <laughs> for Best Picture. I know we talked about it before. I like This is before they were nominated, but there's like a few on here that we had t- mentioned. Or at mm. least, because I had mentioned before bringing up everything, everywhere, all at once in a previous episode. And I had told you that I think you would enjoy it, and it was just a crazy, you know... Uh, indie film because it was that's what makes it incredible for this film is that it was an independent project managed to secure the funding a24 was you know able to produce it for them and giving them a lot of creative freedom uh if i remember correctly their animators or their vfx artists literally looked up tutorials on youtube to do the film because and like online because they were not well versed in special effects or VFX, wow. because they were so small, they were basically kind of newbies at it. 
Like they could, but they were amateur level. Yeah, I heard the uh, editor mentioned, this is my second movie, guys. <laughs> Pretty much. Is That's what it was like. I think the I think the funding or a good chunk of it, you know, went to securing its uh you know, winning leads. <laughs> mm-hmm. But well, you know, I mean, yeah, well, I mean that I mean that's our first topic right here. I mean, winner of best picture was um everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. I'm I'll be honest, I was a bit surprised when I learned that. Not saying that it, it didn't deserve it. But I'm just like, huh, I would have thought it would have gone to one of these other films. Just if if you asked me beforehand, I would probably I'm like, well, you know, Elvis is a huge runner, but I don't know if the movie overall is getting as much attention as Austin Butler's performance. And I know he was nominated. So mm-hmm. for in the leading role, do you think but, it's because of the it's kind of a genre movie or I, I, I guess so. Thinking, like I had said before, how crazy and weird it could get but also having a lot of heart and soul behind the the main character and her connections and, and like her, her view and family. It was all balanced in the end, and that's what made it interesting to me. And it was a, definitely a heartfelt, touching thing, and I could see why it would be nominated. Yeah, but the fact that it won was um, kind of incredible. But hey, for that crew, like I had mentioned, and everyone involved, it's it's great for them. Yeah, and spoiler alert, folks. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once was up there a lot tonight. I'm not sure how many times they were nominated, but they did go home with five awards. So, you know, mm-hmm. congratulations to all those folks. Job well done, I'd say. Definitely. I know we had talked about it just before we move on. The um, other nominees for Best Picture. We had mm-hmm. mentioned how we would probably both like to see that Banshees of Inishirin. I was really happy to see it up there nominated. I wasn't expecting it um, because it kind of looked like a movie that was like kind of I it kind of looked like in Bruges where it wasn't like huge, hugely recognized when it came out. But it's just, you know, an awesome movie. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of thinking Banshees would be in that same vein, but I'm really glad it's getting recognized. Um, And it just really makes me more excited to see it because I still haven't seen it. I don't know if it's still there, but when I last checked, it was on HBO Max because yeah. I know I had bookmarked it. So I I might try to see if I can watch it. If it's still there, I'm probably going to try to watch it this weekend, actually, before they rotate out of it. You know, mm-hmm. by the time I actually get around to doing other movies and they usually move to another service that I don't have. And I'll be like, well, <laughs> guess I got to wait. Yeah, that's true. I do think, though, on that front, um, uh... The streaming services, I think, are starting to stabilize stabilize a little bit because, um, you know, HBO is starting to, you know, host original stuff. Disney Plus is doing original stuff. And so I think they're going to start to keep their own IP in one spot. But who knows? Here's to open. I'm not sure or so, but it's it's possible. I wouldn't doubt it. Oh, um. Before I forget, there is, I think, the films on here that I would like to see besides Banshees as well would be uh, All Quiet on the Western Front, which I also heard was a lot of people thought it was going to win more than it did. But, um, excuse me for a second. (coughs) (coughs) Sorry. Uh, 
All Quiet on the Western Front, which was a remake, I believe, of a movie of the same name. I believe it actually was a Stanley Kubrick film oh, in the okay. 60s. And it's about, you know, in the trench warfare of World War One, or what, you know, they call it the Great War. Mm-hmm. And I heard that this one was actually a well-done movie. It's a Netflix-produced film, so it's on Netflix. And, you know, that's something as of late we had seen more people doing, even in the publishing space and producing space, they get more notice. Like last year, it was um, The Power of the Dog had a lot of nominations. That was on Netflix. Mm-hmm. There was, um, I think there was a couple others. I just That one is the one that comes to the forefront of my mind right now, but... And it was because of the Oscars last year that I did watch that film too. So, hey, there you um, go. I know that's one of them. And then I, I kind of would do like to see the Fablemans because that is a Spielberg, and it's like a pseudo biopic in a way. Mm-hmm. And that's what intrigued me because I didn't know that, but they said it is inspired by his family when he was growing up. And I'm like, you know, with Spielberg, I feel like I would enjoy the movie watching it and i feel like i would enjoy the heartfelt drama of whatever it's going to tell so yeah well i mean if you're dealing with like you know steven spielberg one of if not arguably the like greatest uh director certainly of our generation um telling a story that's based on his own life in a way like how can he not at least be interested in that I haven't even seen the trailer for it, partly because I don't want to, because I know I'm going to watch it. And so if I already know I'm going to watch a movie, a lot of times I won't watch the trailer because I don't need to be convinced. So I want to go in blind. Exactly. You don't want to get because trailers nowadays have a propensity to spoil everything. Some of them really do. And then you're just like you watch the movie and you're like, well, I just watched the best parts in the trailer already. So Mm-hmm. And you don't know that till you watch the film, then you're like, well, darn. Yeah, trailers are a tricky thing, because it's like, if you don't show enough, maybe you don't give a good scope of the movie, maybe, maybe people aren't interested. And then if you show too much, you know, that can honestly turn me off just as easily. Especially if it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'd, I'd say for me, the most interesting ones that I really want to see... Um, Obviously, everything, everywhere, all at once, and then Banshees, and then uh, Top Gun Maverick, which is not one that I was really interested in. I I never watched the first Top Gun just because I was never really interested in that. I don't know why. Um, planes, zoom, zoom, <laughs> big whoop. <laughs> but the noise it's been making and everyone just saying, oh, Top Gun is such a great movie. I feel like I'm kind of being forced into watching it, so I'm going to have to check that one out, too. I'm in the same boat as you concerning that one. I've never seen the original. Uh, I am trying to. I know my dad told me, he's like, yeah, you should watch it at least once. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, it's one of those 80s films that really tried something because it was like the goal was to actually you know, show more of people in the uh, the Air Force, right? Focus on a military branch. You don't really see a ton of focus on in film. And, of course, they get, like, up close and personal with them flying their jets and everything. And especially in Maverick with the propensity for Tom Cruise, like we joked about in the beginning. But he really has been doing that thing where he's basically been doing all his own stunts. Oh, yeah. And it's like, it is kind of incredible to see what he 
does to keep active and and to keep his mind you know uh honed and to make sure that he's not just sitting there idle yeah and and i mean at times he does go i still think he does go a bit far concerning how there's a whole career for people in stunts and stunt work that's true but, <laughs> you know he's just taking like, people's jobs he at least appreciates <laughs> Like I've heard him in interviews and stuff. He does appreciate what goes into that. And when it is like too much up his alley or the studio completely refuses when they say like, yeah, no, that's way too out of your league, man. He will at least be like, and, and recognize the, the stunt people. So, but yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to watch the first one first. I can't just watch the sequel, even if it is like loosely connected people said, but it still is like there are beats in there that follow the first one. So I'm like, I have to watch the first one still. Hmm. The most yeah. I know about the Top Gun is, you know, the Great uh, Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins, one of my favorites. So uh, that's I didn't about know it. That's uh, that it was from there, didn't it? It was in the yes, it was in Top Gun oh, very soundtrack. Nice. Everyone knows the high. I'll, I'll be excited. The danger uh, Zone. Danger Zone. <laughs> I'll be excited to see uh, Val Kilmer. Yeah. 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 I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> All right. Uh, best actor? Best actor in a leading role. And Just the winner the is... Brendan Fraser. Guys, just gotta say, the Renaissance. The Renaissance, We are baby. in the Renaissance, and he has been recognized. Did we ever really leave... Well, I mean, technically, in a way. Yeah, I mean, yeah. a little bit. Well, we didn't really leave, you know. And he so, didn't either. That's the thing. He never left. But he just, he kept busy. But he did not get as many big roles mm. in, like, mainstream productions until as of, you know, a couple of years ago. And then really riding that wave of the fan feedback, seeing him in bigger roles again, because we love the guy. Yeah. I remember, like being younger and thinking where is Brendan Fraser? I haven't seen that guy in forever. And you know not really being like into movie news as much in the background stuff of it and then later finding out you know all whatever happening and kind of him not being in as much bigger stuff and figuring out the reasons behind it. It's like oh man that sucks. But his absence in the movies I watched was notable even for me when I wasn't really following all the actors and all the roles. Um, but yeah, glad to see him back in here. Glad to see him getting recognized. So glad he actually won. Yeah. Um, that was a surprise. I will be honest. Cause again, I was thinking a shoe and might've been Austin Butler. Yeah. The, because so much acclaim for Elvis just, mm-hmm. you know, and I did watch Elvis, like I mentioned, and it was actually, he did a great job. In fact, he really did a good job with the the voice and the singing because he did sound like him. Yeah. So yeah, he did yeah. a lot of research from what I heard. He basically is it's kind of the same way in in a way as Brendan. They came across the movie role Austin still being, you know, pretty young for uh this much acclaim and everything, but he basically dove all in. He said, "I'm not just going to, you know, do this halfway or do this like kind of skim the homework i'm gonna go all in on research and make sure i portray as accurate as possible Mm. and brendan 
basically came from a background in a lot of comedy, right? Com- comedic roles. He did do serious roles as well when he was, you know, still a lot of movies and such. But he's he's really well known for his more comedic, funnier roles, right? Mm-hmm. And he said when he was given the chance that he said, I'm not going to do this halfway. I'm all in. He's like, basically, I, I'm all in or I'm not in it at all. Because if I'm not totally committed to actually trying and doing like just like committing to the role, then I'm not doing it. So when he was offered the chance to be in this adaptation of The Whale and directed by Aronofsky, he's he's like, you know, I'm going all in. Is it an adaptation? It is actually a stage play. Oh, really? I did learn that in more of, yeah, like looking at the movie and such. It's It actually is a stage play. And the premise is the same. It's just it was written for stage. So Aronofsky wanted to adapt to this play. I think he actually saw it like a couple years ago or something or I don't remember the time frame, but he was he really loved the story and he really he reached out to the the author, creator of the play, who actually helped, you know, adapt it for screen and then made the movie, <laughs> basically. Wow. I did not know that. I didn't either at first, so yeah. Just but makes yeah. me want to watch it more. Yes, and it is now finally out on physical media as well as available to rent on demand because for the longest time it was out on demand you just mm-hmm. can only buy it and i was like i would still like to just rent it at first to see or or you know wait for the physical media and then buy that but it's out now yeah one th- baby i think uh i think when our kids are our age i don't even know if we're gonna have dvds anymore even now you just showed how archaic you are dvd yeah. blu-ray DVDs. oh well that's a dvd it's not. <laughs> I won't argue. Trust me. It's, I will say I know nothing about the tech to know it's not. But you know, yeah, that's why I say physical round. media. It covers everything. It's round. <laughs> it's a disc. It's a disc. That's what the D stands for. Disc video disc. disc. <laughs> yeah, disc. Disc disc. Uh, but, well, congrats to Brendan Fraser. Yeah. So glad he won. And again, it wasn't sure that he was going to win because it was yeah. like. He was like he was certainly our favorite twin, um, but in terms oh, of yeah. who would actually get it, um, I, yeah. I mean, you've got a lot of good names. I, I don't recognize the fifth name. I have to be honest, I but I know the four: Brendan Fraser. I know Austin Butler. I got to know because of Elvis and seeing his other like categories and stuff. Bill Nye, I love him. He's a British actor, folks. You know, again, I think we've mentioned it before, but the Brits are just better. Let's just be honest, because their attitudes uh, towards theater. For those but, who don't know, he's the guy behind Davy Jones's tentacles. Blah, blah, blah. Yes. Well, in parts of the Caribbean. Yeah, so much, too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, um, you actually, I, I remember this now, but you saw Underworld, right? You said I did. you watched the thing. Remember, he's it's Victor. A, yeah, I surprisingly enjoyed it. I was not oh, yeah. planning oh, on it. But... Oh, the first one's great. We'll talk about those movies sometime. I think they they deserve being talked about. But yeah, the first one is great. The second one's like it's okay, and then it kind of goes a little more from there. But yeah, yeah Bill Nye was nominated. I've heard his role was good because it's about a like an older man who's basically about to die, knows he's going to pass away, and is like trying to actually do like his last days or something like that. Make him make them count, make them worth something after his life of just living up to that point. So. From what I heard, I heard it was actually great. I mean, hey, he was nominated for I, his performance. So yeah, I'm I mean, like, I might have to chalk that movie up to watch, you know? Clearly, there's something good in it. 
and like we mentioned uh with banshees there colin farrell was nominated Mm-hmm. I believe he's been nominated before. I don't recall him winning, but I believe he's been nominated a couple of times. I'm sure he has been nominated. So he's a good actor. He's yeah, a great he's Irish actor. Got to represent Ireland there, especially yep. for St. Paddy's Day. St. Paddy's Day, and his co-star uh, Brendan Gleeson was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Mm-hmm. Segway. Well, segue. Well, segue yeah. there. And then, yeah. Hey, what do you know? I think I actually recognize all the names this time on, on the supporting role cast. Like, I'm familiar with their work. I don't know Brian Henry. Uh, I Maybe believe I, I do. do. I have to click on the name for a second. Let's let's both click. Get reminded. Right. <laughs> We're both Googling here. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've seen him. I think he's done oh, comedic yeah, roles. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know him. Okay, yeah. Oh, Bullet Train. Yep. Bullet that's, train, how I, that's how I know that face. Oh, yeah, Eternals. Yeah, okay, yeah, so he's just, he's been busy. Oh, okay. What was he nominated for, it said? The uh, Causeway. Hmm. Well, good on you, Brian. Tyree no Henry. Nominated for a performance. Now I know your name, dude. <laughs> I'm familiar with the names, though, because I'm like, I have seen him and stuff. There is Barry Cohen, I think. Keoghan. Barry Cohen. Also um, in Banshees of Inisherin. Yeah, and he is slowly becoming one of my favorite actors in the business today. Um, I saw a clip of him. It was only like maybe sixty seconds um, in the Banshees of Inisherin, and my word, I'm so glad. Like, again, I only saw like sixty seconds of him, and I'm like, yep, he belongs in here, hundred percent. I really need to see this movie. I have no I'm, time. It's so I, sad. <laughs> you have time. You just lack the will. You just lack the will to stay up until three in the morning. Exactly. And get up at four. Those rookie numbers, man. You got to pump those numbers up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he's nominated. I know that. Right. I didn't know he was in Banshees, so that makes me want to watch it more. I agree with you. Like I've seen him in a couple roles, mm. not as many I think as you have seen him in, because you you do watch a lot more um like European media. Yeah. And shows and such. But I'm like, he has been a great presence. I mean, even heck, he was canceled from the uh, or cut out from the Batman because he was their version of the Joker. Mm -hmm. But even in that thing, he did a great job when you saw like, have you seen the deleted scene of him? I did. It's great because just that dialogue, his dialogue is messed up face that's barely focused on all these things. I mean, he's in the end of the movie, too. That's. I will say he's not totally cut out, but they cut out a great dialogue between him and Batman. But I noticed that he did great in that. He was in Dunkirk. Yeah, I'd say he's like, he's still relatively young, but he shows that he's really working his butt off. Oh, yeah. And I really and do he appreciate has such that. A, he has such a unique presence, I guess. I don't know what to call it, but I don't know. He's got this... He he has this je ne you might say, if you were an idiot, which I am, so. Hey, what do you know? We both are. What do you know? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> hey. Um, uh, other uh, nominees, other, yeah. uh, Judd Hirsch in The Fablemans. He's been um, in the business a long time. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. not ancient or anything, but I would say he's been on TV and movies for many years. And just a very good, stable, solid, dependable presence from what I've seen of his roles. Mm-hmm. I think wasn't he um 
in Taxi, if I remember correctly. If you remember the old, like, the show. Like, that was one of his um, hits, I believe. I don't know. Helped, be. helped bump him up from, like, kind of lesser known to better known. I could be wrong. I could be correct. I don't know. You yes, may be right. I may be crazy. Just looked it up. You uh, may okay. be right. Yep. Well, I was going to say, so he's nominated for the Fablemans as well. Definitely have to see the Fablemans again. Like I said, never saw it, so I have to watch it. Yep. And, and then, our, uh, our winner. Yeah, I was going to say, do you want to pronounce that? I believe it is Ki Huai Kwan. That'll work. If I remember correctly. So this one is kind of a, the surprise one to me as well. In the same way that I was like, I'd like Brendan to win. I didn't think he would, but he did. I was just like, wow. His really kind of shocked me. He's a win for everything, everywhere, all at once. And his and Brendan Fraser's speeches for yeah. like accepting the reward, yep. they were both so just genuine and moving that I did tear up watching both of them. I really did. I heard that a lot, um, specifically for these two uh, speeches. They were just, you know, and you can tell they're just so genuine. And, like, when you're talking about Hollywood, like, a lot of uh, laymans like ourselves, it's like everything there just seems so produced and manufactured and yada yada. And then these two guys – and I, I wasn't I wasn't familiar with uh, Kihoi Kwan before this movie and before him getting this award. Obviously, been a big friend of, fan of Brendan forever. But they're just – seem like just such genuine dudes – and the emotions coming out of him here in these speeches are just so obviously real. You can't help but be moved by it. Yeah, and the backstory of like he and uh, leading up to that point is also great because I wasn't familiar with the name myself, but that's part of the reason I watched Everything Everywhere All at Once was how much attention it was getting in the media and the yeah. reviews and everyone's talking about it. And everyone's talking about Key's performance is so great. Key's performance is heartfelt. You know, he really so great. And I'm like, who is this guy? So I had to research it myself. And uh, he was actually in the 80s and like some of the early 90s was in film. He was a child actor when he started out. He was like 12 when he was cast in Temple of Doom, the second Indiana Jones movie, as Short Round. And I've seen the oh. Indiana Jones movies. I didn't know that was him. But he's the... Yeah, Dr. Jones? That's my best thing as a kid. But he was literally 12 years old, so I mean, he was a kid. Yeah. And he it's like his first ever role was Indiana Jones Temple of Doom which was at the time and by many fans they consider it like the superior sequel to like the, the original the original trilogy well they said it took like the first one and it was one of those like sequels that really just amped it up in mm -hmm. like kind of like how episode 5 of Star Wars was like way better than episode 4 because it took something that laid the groundwork at, groundwork out and expanded it in the right ways so so I'm like, oh, wow. And then I do more research, and I'm like, oh, he was also in The Goonies. Yep. Which is one of those, probably the most iconic child family uh, action adventure film. I guess Just you could categorize in a way. <laughs> I don't know. That's a comedy, I would say. Yeah. The, I mean, The Goonies is comical, but it's more so like the, the 80s kids film, you know? 
a little bit creepy, a little bit scary, but also like, you know, there's bad guys involved who want the treasure, but it's all like the friendship and these kids having an adventure that's over the top and, and, you know, all the ways for that. And I noticed, and I, or I learned that he's a role in that. And I was like, oh, wow, he was riding high for an, a, that period in the 80s for those movies. And then he didn't really have a lot. And then he was also, that people like to bring up, in one of the Brendan Fraser uh, comedies, in a Polly Shore comedy called Encino Man, where he plays a, like, Fraser plays a um, Neanderthal who gets thawed out from the Stone Age in, in modern-day California at the time in the 90s. So it's a dumb screwball comedy. But it's one of those ones that people thought he did really fun in, really good job. Key was also in that movie. As what? Just like a high school student at their school. Uh, like the people's oh, school. Oh, yeah, I guess. I wasn't thinking and of that. And he kid. was just... And they actually talked about that because Brendan mentioned that to him in an actor's roundtable, which was a great roundtable I watched beforehand leading up to this just because oh, I was... Oh, he did one of those? those things. Uh, he did. Uh, those people did a couple. I'll have to watch that. But they had something about like leading men or something. It was Brendan, Colin Farrell, uh, Austin Butler, Ki Hua Kwan. Um, I don't remember who the last person was, but there was somebody else on that table. And they oh, were all there. That. It was really good. But And Brendan mentioned to key and key was just sitting there talking and then he's talking about how he really wanted to get back into acting and for years he was trying and he just couldn't really do it and then he finally was get a tries out for this movie and gets a call back from the uh, directors and and the cast right or the crew and saying you know hey come we would like you in this production of in this movie about multiversal travel and and family and all these other things hmm. quick we can't tell you just accept no kidding. <laughs> that's what it kind of probably would be like but then he's just like he comes back and after a long hiatus from you know and, and not even from his own choosing but then comes back to a, this wide acclaim and this universal love and then the award it's a great heartfelt story it really is like his, his backstory was really good and it kind of it kind of made part of the reason I teared up more because he just this is his comeback. Yeah, and you can tell he really appreciated oh, that yeah. moment too, because he's saying he was like, twelve years old again. That. Yeah, like I would yeah, say he that's literally because he's jumping mm -hmm. up and down like crazy. He's like a kid. Like, <laughs> did you see when they won Best Picture? No, I'm um, saying. Um, so just to go back to that in a way, Harrison Ford actually presented the award for Best Picture, hmm. and when they won. He he jumps up and literally like, like you can see him like kind of tugging at his cast to get on stage. <laughs> like he's there like, come on, come on, guys, come on, come on. And he like jumps up there and just gives like a huge hug to Harrison and he's jumping up and down the whole time. And That's I'm like funny. and I was like, he's literally 12 years old again, opposite Harrison Ford. And just like he's got that energy as a kid. <laughs> And you could see, like, it, again, like, part of it, what made it so good is that he's a genuine, he seems so genuine. I have no reason to believe he's a jerk or, you know, anything in real life hard to work with. I think he really was just grateful for the opportunity, really wanted to do something, and it really came through. It was nice to see him say, like, Mom, I won an Oscar. Yeah. His speech was also really good in general, I think. Just it was well, well um, presented. 
mm-hmm. what he had to say was really well done. Well, congrats to congrats, <laughs> congrats to, and mm-hmm. uh, we will be talking about everything everywhere all at once some more in this episode. <laughs> Of course. Speaking, uh, speaking of, of which. yeah, you want to do act, you want to talk about the best performance by an actress in a leading role? Uh, le- leading actress, uh, or best leading actress, was won again by an everything all at once actor, uh, Michelle Yeoh. Who was this? Her first Oscar win? I believe it was. That's ridiculous. If I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure it is. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> I just pulled up her name for IMDb, and it's won one Oscar. Yeah, if you want nominated to talk for someone. many awards over the years and won other awards ceremonies, but it's like mm-hmm. Oscar. Yeah, it, it is kind of funny because she's been in the industry for a while as well. Yeah, when she, she started out, she was kind of more like the action film stuff. Well, she's done Hollywood, and then she's done, I believe, like the um, I don't know what the name of it is, but the big Asian studios, the big Chinese studios. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, like Crashing Tiger. she's She's been working for quite a while and doing phenomenal work. Like, no, you, no one has ever said anything bad about Michelle Yeoh. Not her personally, not her work. She always does great stuff. A lot of fight scenes, like you said, and she really sells it. So, yeah. yeah. I'm glad she finally got an Oscar. Oh, yeah. And I mean, again, I can say from having watched everything everywhere all at once, it was um, she did a great job in her role, mm-hmm. in all honesty, because I think this is one of those things I was familiar with her like action movie roles before from many years. Like you had mentioned, she's really well known for that. Uh, what's actually really funny is that she has no formal training in stunt work. Really? So she yeah, she learned like all the. At, 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 like for any scenes that actually were her face, you know, where she's actually doing some stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, of course, because she understands the importance of stunt doubles. You get that, Tom Cruise? <laughs> you listening, Tommy boy? You listen, Tom? Oh, hey, Tom! No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she really did a good job with this movie because I think I did see another layer of her acting ability. Like, really just laying her heart and soul out in this role. And it, the surprising amount of heart with this film, I, I would argue also, is why it got a lot of attention at the time as well. Because it really was, like, presented as, oh, it's a multiversal kind of... I thought it was more of a comedy. And there are many comedic, very dumb moments in the film. Mm-hmm. But it also really is a big focus on family. And, uh, you know, not like Fast and the Furious kind of style but family. it's all about family but it really is all about the family because it's michelle yao and ki hai kwan's ki hai kwan's characters are married in the movie and they are you know husband and wife and it's like there's family troubles there's navigating how you know the family unit works for them how it, how it's uh, viewed even different ideals and it's it balances all these things so, yeah. Again, like I would say, if you want to borrow the movie sometime, I do have a copy of it. I did buy it. I really enjoy it. So, if you want to watch it sometime, I'll loan it to you and you'll get back to me in, like, I don't know what, like, uh, July? Yeah, 2025. Oh, yeah, okay. 
<laughs> hey, hey, like I said, you were working on that, right? 2024. Come on. Yeah. Uh, talking about movies that we see up here a lot, uh, The Fablemans also got nominated. And it was nominated. Poor Fablemans. Because <laughs> <laughs> it kept getting nominated, um, like a few other movies. But Everything Everywhere was in all of those categories and mm-hmm. took a lot of them. Um, but yeah, I see what Michelle you're saying. Some Michelle Williams. Mm-hmm. I have seen her in only a couple of things myself, but I've loved her in what I've seen her in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, clearly a great actress, nominated for uh, best okay. leading role. And uh, I, I was going to say, didn't wasn't she in? Venom? I'm like looking it up, and yeah, she was in Venom. That's why. That's why yeah. I remember seeing her last. Before, personally, was um. She was, uh, what does it say? Anne. Oh, okay. She was also in The Greatest Showman. What do you know? I knew yep. she had been in stuff. I just hadn't really seen a lot personally with her in it. Just letting people know. But yeah, seeing her nominated for this, and again, just made me go like, huh, The Fablemans. I really got to watch that now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the, uh, I think I was kind of betting on Kate Blanchett winning. Oh, she's one enough. What... Well, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> they were probably nah. No, I'm kidding. You you've been here enough. How many um, times you've been here, Miss Blanchett? <laughs> yeah. Here's your like, regular seat, ma'am. From everything I was hearing, uh, she was kind of the favorite to win. Um, I have heard about that movie, and I'm also intrigued by that one, the Tar. Mm-hmm. Sounds interesting because it's like a a woman composer, I believe, or um orchestra. What? A woman composer? It's possible. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll get back to you on that. <laughs> we'll get back to you on that. <laughs> uh, I, I, I heard a lot about it, and I was like, hmm. Okay. I, I just pulled up the like the IMDb page, because I was like, that's, I hadn't really been familiar with the history, because I knew it was also inspired by a real character, like a real woman, and yes, it is. Mm. Set yep. in the international world of Western classical music, the film centers on Lydia Tarr, widely considered one of the greatest living composer-conductors and the very first female director of a major German orchestra. Is the synopsis. So, hmm. I mean, like, like we had joked earlier, Kate Blanchett She's been, she's won awards before. She's just an uber talent in the industry. Still upset she got snubbed for uh, Ragnarok. Hmm. <laughs> well, you know, goth girls never win. Yeah, <laughs> they should. <laughs> we all know. Then would be they true, truly be? Me. But if they won, would they truly be goth girls? I oh, know they got to keep the image. Yep. The Academy uh, knows what they're doing. Anna de Armas uh, was nominated for Blonde, which she's been doing really well in recent years. She really has. I've seen her name a lot just pop mm-hmm. up like, oh, she's in this and this and this and this and this. I'm like, good gracious woman, do you sleep? Yeah, for real. <laughs> That's how it feels to be like, what do you do? Go and get your like 15 shot espresso every day? Yeah. I've got to do six sleep. movies today. The grind never sleeps. Because mm-hmm. I came became familiar with her in uh, Knives Out. Yeah, and She was like too. the main focus. And I loved her character in that. She did a really good job. 
And then she's like, I see her name and like earlier, I was like, oh, you actually saw her earlier in Blade Runner 2049. I was like, oh, okay. And then it's like, oh yeah, she's actually been around for, you know, a while. She's just been working, working and working. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, she pops up and like, she's cast in No Time to Die. Oh, a James Bond film. Oh, she's in this action film for Netflix. Oh, she's in this uh, biopic, pseudo biopic for Marilyn Monroe. And it's like, oh, by the way, she's nominated for a performance. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's one of those those things where, like, obviously she's been working her butt off for a while, but like for me and probably for most people, it's like one day you don't know she exists, and then the next day she's everywhere. So Everything. happy for her, all at once, everywhere and all at once. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Uh, and our Crossover. last nominee was the Andrea Riesboro Riesboro. I do not know how to pronounce her last name correctly, but I have seen her name pop up in a lot of other films. She's been in some strange ones from what I've seen, like kind of those weird avant-garde indie and like uh, strange style films is weird to say, but I've seen her in those. But she's got the same mentality from what I've seen because like she pops up in so many things. I think her work ethic yeah. is just incredible to see that because I'm like, I've seen her, like, again, I've seen her face and her name pop up in all these productions and everything. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> again, do you sleep? <laughs> I'm like, maybe I should stop sleeping. Maybe I'll win an Oscar. Well, I'm glad she got the nomination because her movie, um, it was it was kind of in a similar situation to Everything Everywhere All at Once where it was a very small uh, production and like a not a lot of people saw that movie at all but then when word got out of how how good she was in the role it really started circulating um so yeah i'm glad ones like that get attention i think that's th- that's probably when the oscars are at their best is when they recognize stuff like this and mm-hmm. kind of promote it to a wider public i guess yeah, help it be known to more of the the common man who might just see the big names and we like are, big films with a bunch of publicity. We are nothing if not common men, idiots still, but common idiots. Yes, like all you most, like most men, most common men are idiots. So, yeah, I mean, most men. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Can confirm. Uh. Well, I think that can take us into uh, actress in a supporting role. Sorry, I had to step away for a quick second. I'm back. Ah, okay. I was just saying uh, we can take us into actress in a supporting role. Yeah, so a lot of people – I won't say a lot. I'll say some people were upset or distressed that uh, – Angela Bassett did not take this one, uh, but she was nominated for Black Panther. Yeah, I I heard that, and yeah, I also heard about that. A lot of people were like, "Yeah, I think she did better," but I'm like, I have not seen uh, Wakanda Forever, so I can't really say personally. I will say, just talking about her nomination, though, I think she has not won an an Oscar officially. No, still. But it's also one of the ones where I'm like, wow, she hasn't won one yet. 
Yeah, and she's so good you, at you it. want another powerhouse of acting. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's like Angela Bassett and Viola Davis are two actresses. If I was slapped by them in a movie, it would be the biggest honor of my life. <laughs> I'm just saying that's the kind of characters they would play. Is I would probably try to mouth off or something, and they would just, and it would be the biggest honor of my life. Yep. And whatever role they played, if they weren't nominated, I'd go up and slap the presenter myself. Yeah, when uh, not to get too off subject, but when uh, Viola Davis was cast as um, Amanda Waller, it was like, okay, yeah, sure, that makes sense. Oh yeah, no, it's like <laughs> everyone else looking at the Joker thing, being like, "Ooh, Jared Leto's thing looks weird." They're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, we also have Viola Davis." Everyone, that's fine. Yep, that that's, checks that's, out. That's perfect. Oh yeah, she was completely the character, but yeah, yeah. So, yeah, um, no, but her being – Angela Bassett being nominated was, like, definitely deserving because I'm like, I've seen her in a lot of stuff and some voice work as well, and she's just, again, powerhouse. Mm-hmm. Really just giving it her all. And this is one of those um, categories which is really like a microcosm of the rest of the Oscars because uh, aside from Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, which did get up there for a few things and actually did win an award. It did, um, yes. But the other movies nominated were The Whale, Banshees, and then Everything Everywhere got nominated twice in this category. Um, Indeed. Got, I'm going to try to pronounce this. Hong Chao? Chao? I'm just going to say Chao. Hong Chao. Hong Chao. That is what Brendan says because he credits all his cast. Oh, okay. Every there time he's go. been up, he always credits everyone else in the movie, and he's been pronouncing her name as Hong Chao. So. We've got Hong Chao for The Whale, uh, Carrie Condon in The Banshees, who I'm actually not familiar with, so I'm going to have to look her up. Mm-hmm. And then Stephanie Sue in Everything. And then the winner, Jamie Lee Curtis. Also I, from Everything. Also from Everything, which I believe is – this is her first Oscar as well, isn't it? I believe it's her first. Yeah. Now if she's one of those names, again, has been around the industry for many years. Mm-hmm. Really been just working her butt off. Yes, this movie gave so many people their first Oscar. I know. <laughs> it's crazy. Yep. But also cool at the same time. Just saying, it's also like wow. It's just. Yeah, so, these yeah. just these just reinstate to me. Like I need to watch the whale. I need to watch Banshees. I need to watch everything everywhere all at once. Yeah, the movie list never stops growing. Yeah. Or the watch list, because it's not just movies, it's TV, it's anime, it's whatever. <laughs> it's like, the list never stops. Nope. Which is one of the most remarkable things about movies to me, is that we can just keep finding different stories to tell, or maybe the same story in a different way. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Did you watch her, uh, did you watch Jamie Lee Curtis give her speech? I believe I did. It was kind of nice, because she, she referenced her, uh, her, her uh, mom and dad, who were actor and actress mm-hmm. uh, Tony Curtis and Janet Leigh, both known in the industry. Yep. And then she did that thing where she's just like, I got my Oscar. It's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, because both of her parents had been nominated, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And really well known, like I had mentioned, in the industry. So it's like, hmm. And then, like I said, she's been she's been there for many years. Oh, yeah. Actively. And just, yeah, 
continually in productions, continually in many genres. You know, getting her start in horror because I think that was her debut. I believe was um or one or like her early debut was in Halloween. Oh, was that her debut? I believe it was her official debut. Wow, that is what I heard. I could be wrong. I think maybe the distinction was I believe that was her like her major mu- movie debut as opposed to like getting smaller parts and everything. Okay, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. in a in a major role. I mean, because she is basically. She was the final girl, as the trope is in horror movies, right? The one who lives. Yep. Uh, oh, yep. Okay, I just looked it up, and yeah, some TV appearances before then, but Halloween was her first uh, movie. And hey, that's the one that she's probably the most well known for. So. Yeah, there you go. And yeah, like we said, been in the industry a while. I don't really recognize besides the other three names that we mentioned. I did. Again, see uh, everything everywhere. I thought Stephanie did a great job in her role. She's actually a quite a focal point. Her character is. I will not give spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen it, but no spoilers, her her character please. is as a lot of the focus is on her character and the relationships. So she did a great job, and I have heard Brendan give so much credit to Hong Chow. And again, The Whale, like I said, I'm about to watch it probably this weekend. I actually made plans to watch it Saturday, so I'm going to see if I can do that. Uh, let's see. Well, I'm going to let you lead this next one as the uh, animation expert fanatic that you are. Mm-hmm. Were you happy with the winner? So are you looking at just animated uh, feature film? I am. I'm scrolling. Give me a second. There we go. Yes. I can honestly say it was just, it was a fantastic film. Stop motion is my favorite form of animation. Mm. And for anyone, I don't think we mentioned it, but the winner was Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Also a Netflix produced film again. So, hey, Netflix doing pretty good. Netflix is really trying to get the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, good on them. I actually didn't know it was nominated, but Puss in Boots: The Last Wish, which we reviewed. Yeah, I did not realize that actually was nominated. I'm not surprised, but if Pinocchio wasn't on here, like if it was just these other four or some other movie, I probably would have been gunning for that one to win. Because I'm like, wouldn't that be DreamWorks' first win? <laughs> I think. Oh wow! It could be. I, I'm not familiar. I don't know if they actually have one. I could be wrong. That's why I'm at saying it with a questioning. Uh, you talk end. about something interesting and I'll Google it. Nah, nah, I think I'll just sit here in awkward silence. Shrek. Uh, let's see. I'll be honest. I'm actually... <laughs> Shrek won an Oscar. Oh, it did? Yes. Huh, what do you know? That's hilarious. The memes win every time. Hmm. Yeah, yep. let's see. There you go. Uh, I actually, it's kind of funny in a way, but I do love that category when other films win besides Disney. Yeah. I just find it kind of like <laughs> down with the giant. <laughs> Bring it down. Bring down the mouse. Yep. <laughs> I've not seen all the others. I'm familiar with Marcel, the show with shoes on. And I had seen it, like, trailers for it. It's an A24 produced film. I believe it's actually based on a comic strip that someone made. 
really. it's adorable looking, I will say. And the CG in it was very creative. Because it's like, I think they use a lot of CG with like real backgrounds or something. Or like real scenes where they shot it and then they added all the characters in with CG and stuff like that. Like a like CG works, but it could be the animated backgrounds too. I'm not sure, but I just saw the trailer years ago. A couple years ago and I was like, or I guess a year ago, technically. And I was just like, it looks really cute. But I was like, it looks very weird. I don't really get what it's about. <laughs> but to see it nominated, I'm like... Yeah, the animation was good. I guess the story was really good, too. Uh, I knew about the Sea Beast. Never watched it. It's a Netflix one there. Did watch Puss in Boots. Loved it. Uh, also watched Turning Red. Loved it. I did see that one. Yeah, that was a good one. It was fun. I mean, Disney, Pixar, once again, you know. Again, they really are good at what they do. There is a reason they do win most of the time. But yeah. I do like the ones when they're dethroned. Just say. And I do think seeing a stop-motion animated film take the place is also really pleasing to me, as again, as a huge fan of that form of animation. Well, it's an interesting win, too, because it was running alongside another Pinocchio movie. Which did not win. We don't talk about that other Pinocchio movie. No. <laughs> We don't talk about the 17 Pinocchios that came out at the same time. Yeah, we only talk okay. about this one. The one by yeah. Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> yeah. Well, technically, it was just going to be called Pinocchio 2022, but then Disney kind of took that. Mm-hmm. It's actually funny because, like, when people, like, they even took the whole thing. So when people try to Google Pinocchio 2022, that one pulled up first was Disney's. And everyone's like, I guess we have to refer to this one somehow differently because I'm trying to look up this one. But yeah, I, I can say from having seen that one, it was really great. It was I do love Del Toro films. He's a personal favorite director. Mm. And uh it's not the conventional story, like even from the original writing. There is some change ups and it's it's far more depressing, but like in a grounded way, more realistic way. It's still worth a watch to people who have not in a seen grounded it. way. Like, uh, I like my depression. I like has, my depression like realistic. I like my coffee. Real. It still has more realistic <laughs> like reasons for it. I mean, as opposed to just, oh, I'm down, I'm blue. Right. Yeah. Things yeah, yeah. aren't going well. Oh, happy ending because it actually has a somber ending. Maybe that's a better way to put it. It has more of a somber ending. It's not really a textbook happy fairy tale ending. But it's a, it's still an interesting watch. Great cast, great performances, good songs. So. Would you say it is more in line with the original fairy tales? Uh, definitely more in line with like it's not the Disney film version that everyone's familiar with, <laughs> right? Like the original, it's uh, it's definitely more in line with the original writings. But even then, like I said, it, there is some ad- adaptation, but it's closer. Yeah, Del Toro seems like one who would more in line with uh, the Grimm brothers. <laughs> oh, he is. Have you seen his fairy tale movie before? It's dark. Uh, which one? Uh, Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, is that him? That was him, yeah. Oh, there you go. If yeah. you've never seen it, yeah, I was gonna say that one. That it was basically his take on a Grimm fairy tale, or like in a like an original Grimm's fairy tale where it's like, hey, you know this story that you thought was all cutesy and everything with nice music? Wrong. 
<laughs> How wrong you are. You Learn. idiot. <laughs> Today is the day you learn, boy. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, I think I'm going to scroll up for a second. We could probably talk about, uh, mention the directing. Yeah, I was well, gonna. I was gonna uh, pause and say we should probably like, like run through the rest of them a bit quicker, just because time frame. I understand. Yeah, but yeah, I got you. Uh, no, the fine. directing one was one that we should probably talk about. Yeah, we love directors, right? <laughs> we do love directors. Big big surprise here, of Makeup. course, as everyone's seeing Steven Spielberg nominated. Oh my goodness! Wow, can't believe it. Finally, giving this guy a break. Wow. But you know, poor the Steven. Steven Spielberg has been trying for so long to make just a halfway decent movie. I keep winning awards. I just want to make a mediocre film. <laughs> I just want to make a crappy musical. <laughs> oh no, make... it's nominated. Oh no. <laughs> Another Oscar appears in his house. It's like, no, leave me alone. Have you seen that? Um. A uh, little animated clip of Conor McGregor going around just taking people's belts. No. Okay, never mind. If you have seen it, that's. <laughs> I imagine that was Steven I'll Spielberg and Oscars. I'll look it up later. But <laughs> sounds funny. Uh, yeah, big surprise. He's nominated, but you know. <laughs> yep. Like we said before, probably one of the most well-known directors of all time. Definitely a well-respected one. Most yeah. anything he makes, honestly, is gonna be good. That's I so. don't I don't think he can make a bad movie, not anymore. I believe he has been connected to one or two that did not do well over the years. I would argue more so producing, not really well, as much when he's behind true. the camera. Yeah, like I think there was like one or two that when he was like directed that did not do well, and people were like, yeah, he and he was, he's kind of like, yeah, I didn't do that well with it tried something and it didn't really work but overall the win to lose ratio <laughs> oh you know? he won yeah he won <laughs> steven you won movies good job congratulations yeah. <laughs> here's your oscar for what just movies just take it <laughs> just take it go sit down <laughs> um but banshees of inishirin nominated here again uh martin Mc- mcdow or so, no not mcdow McDonough? McDonough. <laughs> McDow. Let's go to McDonough. You wanna go? Yeah, you wanna go to McDonough? Sounds yeah, like how get... they pronounce McDonald's in Ireland. <laughs> oh, we're just go gonna to go McDonald's? over there, McDonald. Yeah. What do you want? If you say if you say for a uh, McFlurry, I'm gonna punch you. <laughs> you know it never works. Listen here, I'm Brendan. Actually, Chase, and I want to go to McDonald. <laughs> maybe it always works in Ireland. It might. <laughs> They never had that problem. <laughs> that's where that's what all the leprechauns are hiding. <laughs> all the rainbows lead back to the one working McDonald's ice cream machine. I knew it. <laughs> um, yeah, so Banshees again, like you said, nominated. They're always after me, Lucky Cream. Ooh. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Makes me want to watch uh, Banshees even more now. Again. 
Yep. You kept getting nominated for so many things. I'm like, well, uh, definitely have to watch that. Good job, Martin McDonough. Uh, we had a movie called Triangle of Sadness. Ruben no Ostland. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with this myself, personally. I heard a few things about... Apparently, one of its leads passed away relatively oh, really? young, and she was not featured in the um, in memoriam, and many people were upset about that. Hmm. That is what I heard connected to that movie. And I did hear a lot of people say they loved that film, and they thought it was going to be nominated for, like, picture. So I'm like, hmm, impressive. Uh, let's see. Todd Field, director of Tar. So Tar, representation again there. And the winners ended up being Daniel Kwan and Daniel Schneinert for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. I never knew that was their last names. Literally, they're credited on the movie as like directed by The Daniels. So Actually, that's a good point. Hmm. I, I guess it's referencing their first name. I just assumed <laughs> they were brothers whose last name was Daniels. Yeah, I kind of thought that too, or something. I was like, are they like, <laughs> it's like, are they brothers? Are they family? Are they partners? I'm not sure. Hmm. But it's like, huh, what do you know? Daniel and Daniel. What do we call ourselves? The Daniels. Perfect. Just a Sorry, couple we can't of common. Both, we just can't a couple put both of common names men. on the back of this DVD case. What do you want to put there for directing space? <laughs> Oh, okay. I just put Daniels, I guess. Okay. <laughs> our name yeah. should be the Daniels, because both of our name is Daniel. Perfect. <laughs> Daniel, they both say yes. It works, because I remember the Daniels. I know, exactly. Yeah. Hey. And if they're planning on working together more. Yeah, hopefully. We'll see. Mm-hmm. So, hey, another win for everything, everywhere, all at once for yep. the directing. Good job, the Daniels. And, you know, speaking of everything, everywhere, all at once again... Best original screenplay. They won for that too. Yeah. Big surprise. <laughs> How many? What? What other one did they win? Was that it? That might be it. I'm assuming I'm they looking, didn't win documentary, um, oh, film editing. Yeah, that's right. Film editing. It was film editing. Uh, best picture. Best original screenplay. Uh, directing. Actor supporting role. Actor supporting role, actress in leading role. Mm. Yeah, they. I think they were. weren't they the biggest winner of the night? Oh, yeah. But yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Yeah, so best original screenplay, everything everywhere all at once. And basically all the directors before, same thing in original screenplay. Banshees of Inisherin, Triangle of Sadness, Fablemans, and Tar were also nominated for best original screenplays. I do wish I had seen the Batman up here more. Yeah, I, I had heard that it was nominated, and I was like, oh, cool. But then I look, it's like only nominated for like, what, one category? Best sound? Um, I think it got a... I'm looking makeup? through, oh, no. Makeup? Makeup and hairstyling, and best sound. That's what it was nominated for here. Oh, and visual effects. Hmm. Yeah, I was hoping it would win something because I'm just like, that'd be cool if a like, basically a comic book movie would get some recognition. Because, mm-hmm. again, that was our favorite movie of 2022. Yeah, uh, I think if that's I remember fair. correctly, we basically said that was like our favorite that we had seen. 
because of just how much how much better it was than it had any right to be. But yeah, good job for being nominated, Batman. Good job, Batman. Good job, Batman. Batman. Here you go. Here's the medal. Go sit down. Uh, let's see. Top Gun is an Oscar winner. What did it say? Uh, best sound? Yep. Okay. I One can sound. see that. I've never uh, watched it, but I can imagine the work that went into actually mixing all the sounds involved by actually filming in the cockpits of those jets and in other, probably other pieces of equipment that are not easy to film in. Yeah. Well, and I'm, the Batman got nominated for sound too, and I'm sure it was just for that one, like, three second scene of the Batmobile firing up. <laughs> that was it's just, it. The Oscar watches, like, the Academy's watching the films this year, just like that one. Mm. Put a nominee for that one. Yep. It's like some guy else. I think it should win. Uh, uh, yeah, you're right. You know, it could be. Hey, wait a minute. Takes off the mask. Matt Reeves, what are you doing here? Get out of here. <laughs> And then uh, I think uh, the the one movie that everyone knew exactly what it was going to win, Avatar The Way of Water, uh, visual effects. I mean. Yeah, it's kind of like, well, we could. Was anyone that. doubting that? <laughs> I mean, if the Batman won for visual effects, I'd be like. Even I would be like, hey, hold up here. <laughs> yeah, I would be happy. Oh, yeah. But, but I'd be uh, like, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't know. Things are a little weird here. Yep. Something thing seems funny here. Uh, let's see. Oh, you know, one thing I like to usually was there was the um best. Was it? It says achievement in music written for motion pictures, original song. So basically, best original song. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one I had heard was nominated. I'm not surprised it won actually, but R R R was the film. I've heard so much about this film. Like, legitimately. I've heard some people say they think it's one of the biggest, best, like, action-based films they've ever seen in their life. Mm. That's literally the phrase I've heard shared by many people. They've, like, literally said it's probably one of the coolest films they've ever seen. It's definitely one of the best, most popular Bollywood films currently, I believe, because of how wide its spread has been around the world. And I'd heard some people think that it should have been nominated for, like, nominated for Best Picture or some other categories but it mostly it was its one song which i believe was called natu natu probably mispronouncing that but it's in hindi that's how i heard it yeah i did listen to the song it is a banger well they performed it at the oscars apparently oh they did yeah i was gonna say i didn't get to watch them this year unfortunately i usually like to but yeah i have heard the song is a banger it's a banger. And then was this Top Gun Maverick Hold My Hand was nominated. I actually heard that she performed uh, Lady Gaga. She performed that live on stage. Which one was that? Uh, Top Gun Maverick. The song was called Hold My Hand. Oh. And I, I did hear that because I did hear Lady Gaga was apparently pretty busy with like shooting the Joker sequel. <laughs> but she mm-hmm. like came over on she like wore a, a, a nicer dress on the carpet when she's a, like approaching the the stage and everything when going inside but then she changed into like t-shirt and jeans 
to yeah. perform and then, and then had to leave because she's still like working on stuff. So I'm like, hey, work ethic there. She at least was like, hey, your song's nominated. Can you perform? Yeah, sure. I'll be over. Just like, just don't be That's surprised. Funny. I got to keep working. But yeah, she was in there. Song from Everywhere, Everywhere, All at Once. A song from a movie. Is it Tell It Like a Woman? A song called Applause. And then Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Lift Me Up. Rihanna. Rihanna. Sung by Ryan Coogler. Yes. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, oh, wait. Wait a minute. Never mind. My bad. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, visual effects, like we said, Avatar, Way of Water. Big yeah. surprise there. Uh, I would say those are most of the ones that I'm more familiar with, knowing kind of like, hate to say like, oh, it's the big ones that everyone knows, but you know, more of the kind of popular categories. We here at Videotic are simple-minded fools, and we can't make two-hour episodes, so... <laughs> If we Very could, simple. we would talk about every single category, and we'd be like, oh, yes, and talk about them in detail, do more about it, but we can only do so much here. We are what a bunch of What more idiots. do you want? What do you want? I don't know. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> I want the Batman to win Best Picture. I don't I care know. if it deserves it. I was hoping it was nominated for more, personally. It's one of those things where it's like, because it came out pretty early. Yeah. And the, as more time went on, just like hope started dwindling because, you know, everything everywhere all at once came out, tar, yada, yeah. yada. Yeah, it's You're true. Like, oh, well. I mean, I'll be honest. If it, I don't think it deserved Best Picture nom, personally. No. Compared to some of these other ones here. But I'm like, it was a great picture. It really was still our favorite of 2022 that we had seen. And it was like, I think it could have been nominated for some more. I think it should have been nominated for score, personally. I agree with that. Just well, like, because I'm like, I would agree with just an, a nom for score, at least. It, it's one of those things where, like, I haven't seen the other scores. Like, I haven't seen Babylon, Western Front, um, Banshees. Mm-hmm. So Just true. I can't like I can I can say it definitely deserves to be nominated, but I don't know if it deserves to knock out some of these other movies in that category. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it is true. Like I said, that's why I, I don't think it should like claim to say instantly that it a film should win a category without having seen the rest of them. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I do feel like a nomination could have been warranted at least for something. But, you know, it's fine. I can live without it being nominated in that category. Yep. I just think I also think it was cool that it was actually nominated for makeup and hairstyling. Because I'm like the costume work and the makeup in that film was really cool. Because it really did help cement the vision and everything of these characters that we were seeing. But, you well, know, yeah, and like one of all, it uh, it was a debut for that one actor who played Penguin. Oh yeah, I know that I... guy. I'd never just, seen him before. I know. It's like guy could guy could have got an Oscar nomination. I can't believe he wasn't at the ceremony. I wish they would have just like made up a name and put that in the credits instead of Colin Farrell. It would have been funnier if Colin Farrell was like uh came in in the full makeup just to see if anyone Oh, that would have been <laughs> like, so good. Just, 
like pretended to be someone else the whole night. He should have. He should have done the. Uh, uh, what you call it? Presented that award as penguin. <laughs> he could have been like. Actually, it would have been better if he. It would have been funny if he actually won. Because then he could have been like one of penguins, be like, grabs the Oscar, like, I got you! I got you! <laughs> Someone else walks up to slap him. Take it easy, sweetheart! <laughs> hey! Robert Pattinson just appears in costume, punches him. <laughs> whole, a whole scene erupts. Matt Reeves comes out, be like, sorry, we're filming the sequel. Don't mind us. And then it's in the movie. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that would good. Oh, actually, it's in the HBO Max show. Oh, well. The penguin spell. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so. Uh, I would say that's our... That'd be our thoughts, our little uh, ramblings on this year's Oscar ceremony. Yep. Pretty cool overall, honestly. Like, I think last year we had mentioned how some wins and noms were a little bit, like, almost stranger in a way. Yeah, nothing really controversial out of this year. Um, well, I mean, there's a few. <laughs> uh, one or two, but I think like... The the only one I would argue that I heard more about was the fact that the whale won for the hair and makeup. But that's also because of the whole... I hate to say controversy, but it, to many people it's a huge controversy that they're the treatment of like obesity and things like that in the story subject. And I'm like, it's, I think it's a difference of opinion personally, but I'm not going to put myself in an argument. I had no idea that was even a thing. There's a whole bunch of stuff around it. Personally, I will say I, at first was one of those people who, if I had to throw in my two cents, I got, more or less a bit angry at first because a lot of people were harping on this thing and I thought it was a situation of well they could have just cast a man who actually is 600 pounds to play a role like they could have found somebody who really would have been able to humanize it more and I'm like and I was thinking it was like a, you know I would almost get angry because I'm thinking oh you're just doing something against Brendan then but mm -hmm. I began to see more and more like in personal research and reflection that it's not against Brendan in fact the majority of people even those who are you know have have suffered or are suffering with obesity uh eating disorders anything like that they think his performance is still stellar they have a problem with presentation of the movie they think that the overall what it was trying to present in many scenes was not represented correctly and that argument i can understand from people if they say i didn't get that I think it was trying to do this when in reality it kind of steered and put paints it this way. And I'm like, okay, I can respect that opinion. I will hold judgment till I see the movie. Yes. All I know is that I'm prepared to watch this movie in general to see Brendan in his now Oscar winning performance. Now that means I can't buy the DVD or Blu-ray I was going to buy this weekend. I have to wait for the print that says Oscar winner on it now oh yeah that's <laughs> you right. know they're gonna reprint those as soon yep. as people win <clears throat> of course now my copy of everything everywhere all at once is now defunct i gotta wait for the ones that say winner on it, it was winner of so many awards yeah so thanks oscars some of these movies <laughs> i bought now i have to buy the sleeves again mm. i gotta buy new cases just uh just take the sleeve 
He's going to the store, just be like, swap the sleeve out, just walk away. Morning, 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 morning. Stormtrooper. 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 But yeah. Overall, I think I would agree with your assessment, though. It didn't seem too controversial. I mean, we joked about it a lot this episode. We did it last year. We mentioned the slap because that was one of the big things that kind of is a time capsule. I think that's the way you put it. Most everyone's going to remember it for that. Yeah. And a lot of things that kind of overshadowed everything. It, it did even this year. Jimmy Kimmel joked about it a lot and other things. But, you know, overall, though, there was a lot of wins, I think, this year that really kind of actually took the night from those jokes and those illusions to show worthy people, worthy performances. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, as much as I can call them worthy performances, I haven't seen them yet. True. <laughs> Which is... I mean, true, true. I, I was more so, I guess, stressing the worthy people because I'm so glad that Oh, like yeah. we mentioned to start off with, the best actor in a leading role and supporting role in Brendan Fraser and Ki Huai Kwan, respectively. They both seem just so genuine. Mm-hmm. And they both are, you know, just... I can tell how well-loved they are and how much they just love doing what they do. Well, and really all four of them. Um, like Michelle Yeoh and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis as well. Like, I mean, that's that true. was all of their first Oscars, basically. And I mean, no, I mean, not even basically. It was, yeah, it was their first Oscars. And like we had yeah. said, at least with Brendan, is kind of like the denouement of the Renaissance, as people were saying. They were kind of gunning, saying, you know, we were so glad he's back in the mainstream, bigger name, like you know, getting, you know, getting the lead in a production, getting all this acclaim, you know. I, I still teared up seeing him because he's still keeping his humility. He's very, you know, like he, he can't help from bursting in tears himself. And did you see, like, you saw his win when yeah. he was, when when they announced his name and he just like, you could see his face just kind of like, huh? Mm. And then he walks up there. He's almost in a daze. And then he just, he couldn't really speak, uh, like very elegantly or anything because he's just like, um, uh, uh. <laughs> But you, you really felt it in that moment. He really was thinking it's so cool to be nominated, but I think it's going to go to, you know, Austin or Colin or Bill or anyone. And it's just like his name's announced. You could see the genuine like I won, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you could definitely see how heavy of a moment it was for him. Yeah. And then with with Key winning, even um, I think it was they uh, had the last year's winners do the uh, presentations, if I remember correctly, for those categories. I don't think they had the best actor. <laughs> I don't know if they had they, – they didn't have, like, best actor. But they had – um, last year they had the best supporting role. Mm-hmm. And the people that won last year were Ariana du, Dubois. 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 Yeah. From West Side Story. And Troy Kotzer from CODA. And I remember we mentioned them last year with their wins. They they presented for uh, actor and actress in supporting roles. And they presented uh, with Kihai Kwan and Ariana actually started crying <laughs> when she yeah. read his name. 
So it was, it was really sweet. And many people just like everything about it was you could feel the emotion. And then again, like key jumping around like a 12 year old again, just, yeah. Like he said, just like shouting out his family and just be like, mom, I won, <laughs> you know, saying to everyone, thank you for, you know, for welcome me, welcome, eh, welcoming me back, you know? And it was really sweet. And then, like you said, everyone's of those wins. And then Jamie Lee Curtis acknowledging, you know, being like, this is like, I, I've, I've done it. And, you know, being like, you know, mom, dad, I've done it. And then Michelle Yao just also, or when she shouted out her mom, that was really sweet. And I've actually seen the footage of in Malaysia, her, her mother was watching along with a bunch of other like family and friends. And they showed the moment when they announced she won. Oh wow! It was really, it was really sweet. You should look that up sometime if you want. It's a couple. It's only like a couple minutes, but you know, everyone in this room is watching, and it's like you know, and the Oscar goes to Michelle Yao. Everything, everywhere, all at once, and like they just stand up and they're jumping. They're yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely have to look that up. Yeah, look it up. It is really sweet. And it's just, I think there was a lot of that this year. Kind of more of the genuine, like, I can't believe they won. Yes. So. Definitely a feel-good year, I think. I'd say so. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think that'll do it for us here at Videotic. Uh, Let us know what you thought about the winners, the losers. I didn't watch the monologue. Did you watch the monologue? Uh, No. I've seen some things with it. Well, don't tell us what you thought about the monologue because we don't care. It didn't win an Oscar, so who cares? <laughs> Jimmy didn't Jim. win an Oscar. Jimmy, get out of here. <laughs> Poor Jimmy. <laughs> get out of here. Go back to your show. I heard his jokes really slapped. Anyway, that'll do it for us here at Videotic. <laughs> uh, let us know what you thought Got about the Oscars. We'll be back next year with the same episode, and we'll be back... Uh, in a week or two here with another episode of other stuff. I won't tell you what it is yet. Because but we don't even know. I mean, uh, we yeah, we'll get know. there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll win an Oscar someday. Who knows? Hey, maybe one day we'll be presenters for some random reason. For poor, poor Oscars. The ratings are going to drop like crazy. Hi, all This is video. TV sets turning off everywhere. Sir, our ratings no, just died. They dropped? No, they died. <laughs> yeah, no. We have no Do you ratings. hear the collective crashing? That's TV sets being thrown out windows. Oh, mm. wow. I just said TV sets. That's depressing. Yeah. They're well, not called sets anymore. Uh, you know, keep going, keep going, please. <laughs> I'm sad now. Uh, but another Oscar come and gone. I didn't actually realize it had happened. And then I'm like, what? That is true. I messaged Sean the other day and I was like, hey, uh, I think the the Oscars happened. We can do our Oscar episode. And he goes, I thought that was next week. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, I'm like, no. And he goes, oh, OK. Yeah, I'm going to look that up. I never watched in real time anyways. So, yeah, I've got no time for that. I have not really watched in a while. I used to really enjoy it every year, but I was kind of just like, hey, you know, I don't need to see too many things now, like the whole ceremony, because mm-hmm. now it's if it's mostly on the ones I want to see aspects of, I can see them later shared. Exactly. And, you know, now I've got like four or five new clips saved 
on YouTube to liked videos because of the mostly those guys who they're winning speeches. Yeah. So, you know, but yeah, I would agree with your assessment. Kind of a feel good year this year. Overall, I'd say pretty deserving for many of the wins there for the, uh, the people, at least if nothing else, respecting the work ethic they put in. Yeah. I'm looking at the, uh, the four, uh, leading and supporting actors and actresses and it's definitely a feel-good year like we said mm-hmm. um but we will catch you guys next time and uh until then this has been another episode of videotic with me sean and me joe bye-bye catch you later